Café. Yay. Mike's Daily Podcast. Hello, it's Mike Matthews. Welcome to Mike's Daily Podcast. And oh, somebody offered to sing the song. Mike's Daily Podcast. But they were gonna sing it in the style of Ghostbusters. And I informed this person that would be unlusterous because you can't use that song. Ray Parker Jr. found that was wrong because he got sued by Huey Lewis. Mike's Daily Podcast. Huey Lewis said, this song sounds too much like I want a new drug. I am suing you. And that's how it goes. Mike's hey, I'm talking about that Daily in the Bay Area. Podcast. And he was yeah, well known in the Bay Area before he became well known around the world. Huey Lewis, because he did that uh, album cover in Mill Valley. I have not been to Mill Valley in so long. Ah, it's it's terrible. Because yours truly used to love to go on little trips here and there. Around the Bay Area checking out stuff. Go on little adventures. I have not done anything. And I need to get out. I must say, I don't know what it was about today. Maybe it was the post-slap. Not the snap. That... Thanos did, but the slap that Will Ferrell, Will Ferrell, Will uh, Smith did. Would that have been interesting? If the guy who played Thanos slapped Will Ferrell, what would have happened? I don't know. But that had nothing to do with this. That was a Chris Rock, Will Ferrell thing. And apparently now, Will has finally apologized on Instagram. Because everybody follows Will on Instagram, and that means that the it's completely on the up and up to apologize. I mean, he could have done it to the whole world last night when he won his award, but instead he decided to wait till the Instagram thing. There you go. And here's today's podcast picture. Why, why use a huge platform when you can use an ant eh platform? Well, anyway, it's a bigger platform than mine. My Instagram But that's okay Because the podcast picture today Which I post my podcast pictures To Instagram I believe you can find me At Mike's Daily Podcast For that And there's also a link At Mike's Daily Podcast.com The podcast picture Will be of a apple blossom Because the apple trees In my backyard Are starting to blossom And they're starting to be Very happy Because of spring And a bunch of rain Last night But oh Oh the late great Basil the Boxer Is upset as am I because we're in a drought. And despite that rain last night and this morning, nope, nope. Driest, driest beginning of the year, driest first three months of the year on record in California since California became a state. So Gavin Newsom's going to use that to tell us hey, if you have a nice looking lawn, it's going to die. If you try and make that lawn look nice, we'll put a fine on you. We'll charge you. Meanwhile, Gavin says, forget it. I ain't going to do a tax. I'm not going to get rid of the tax. Let's do a rebate. Let's just give people money. Even though we're also giving money to people that own electric cars. 
You know, because the whole thing about gas, if you have a car that has a gas engine in California, you are immediately being penalized. That's the thing I hate about California the most is all the punishment that happens constantly over stupid things. Ridiculous. Yours truly found that out exactly a few months into coming back to California after living in Alabama for two years. I am a born and raised Californian, grew up in Southern California. But when I came back to the Bay Area, I was here for just a couple of months, stopped at a stop sign. There's like a million stop signs in Podcastro Valley, where we are broadcasting live from at Cafe anyway, the last place on earth. And I stopped at the stop sign, I continued on, I get pulled over, lights, everything. And to avoid the fine, I ended up doing like a six-week course, some crazy thing online, took a bunch of time. And then everywhere I go, I see people fly through stop signs, stop lights. It's just ridiculous. But I got caught because I'm bald and I'm white and I stick out like a sore thumb because I look like a sore thumb. Oh, by the way, Chris Rock, you know, if you are going to do a... I'm not standing for any No, I'm on nobody's side today everybody No one's side Nobody's side Uh, Cause I'm not your fool Nobody's fool Nobody's fool I'm no fool That's Cinderella everybody Remember Cinderella? People forget Cinderella went to number one with Don't know what you got Till it's gone don't know what it is I did so wrong Wrong, wrong Now I got is This song it, it ain't easy To get back, take so long Long, that went to number one And I know because I used to have to uh, Play back The records the uh, American Top 40 The Casey Kasem Show Came to the radio station on record. The entire show, Casey talking, everything like that, all on vinyl. And you had to play it, and it was awful vinyl. It wasn't really even vinyl. It was some really cheap, cheap, cheap type material. And as soon as you played it, I think it only got to play about two or three times, and then it would just basically become a scratchy mess. But... I remember, and I, actually it was not Casey Kasem who was hosting the countdown. He left the countdown and went and started his own thing called Casey's Countdown. but Or Casey's Top 40. Shadow Stevens took over. And Shadow Stevens was known for his Federated Group commercials. The Federated Group was this hi-fi sound system. Sound system for your cars, for your house type Store franchise in Southern California. They might have had it up here in the Bay Area too, but as we go outside a cafe anyway, we're bringing Mike's Daily Podcast somewhere in Podcastro Valley. And he took over the countdown. But I think it was probably 88 that song went number one. Cinderella. The Flame, Cheap Trick, that went number one. People forget Cheap Trick. I was talking to someone who really likes cheap tricks. The the dream police is going out on my head. And surrender, surrender. And I go, well, what about I want you to want me? And the flame and all these other ones. He's like, what, huh? 
I will be the flame. Yeah. Anywho. Cafe anywho. Cafe anyway. Chris Rock. Stop with the bald shaming. Okay. Some of us are bald. And yes, it is definitely more accepted in society for a man to be bald. But still, don't make a joke about that. Ridiculous. Ugh. Ah, having a sip of root beer outside a cafe anyway. Somewhere in Podcastro Valley. The last place on earth. Did you know root beer? Is one of the... It's like the premier drink. It is the drink to drink if you are driving on Route 66. Several places, several restaurants along Route 66... Sell root beer Just like us Here at Cafe Anyway Okay but One last thing As we're on the topic of music Taylor Hawkins I had no idea I was talking to Vince today Vince who's got a podcast Called Vince in the Bay I don't think he's done A new one in a while But he had some great guests On it When he did do it A couple years back So check it out And I think he also has The website Vinceinthebay.com But he was telling me, you know, Taylor Hawkins was not only a great drummer, he was a fantastic singer, quite a vocalist. And he directed me to a recent video, a recent concert that they did where Taylor Hawkins sings Queen's Someone to Love. And he's got a total Freddie Mercury thing going on. He had quite the voice, quite the range. It's very sad. And then when he got on the microphone to sing, that's when Dave Grohl got back on the drums to play. And that's what they would do during concerts. I did know. I did not know. I did not know. But you know, of all the bands, contemporary bands, people show me more like, oh, you got to see this on YouTube. They're always showing me Dave Grohl Foo Fighters stuff. People go, oh, did you see this? This is what they did in concert. They did uh, Kansas Carry On My Wayward Son. Do you see this? That kind of thing. What a band. So sad to lose Taylor. And the reason for his death is still kind of shrouded in mystery. Because now I'm hearing he had some heart issues too. But into a little bit of health here on today's podcast. I'd like to mention. I've been mentioning a couple of things in the Bay Area. That are a couple of uh, hospitals and universities that are doing Amazing work in trying to help you and me and our health. Kind of like big health tech, maybe. But instead of being all scared of big tech and big health, this is embracing it and saying, "Look, what? Let's not uh, let's not have a conspiracy theory for everything under the sun." But this is interesting. Kaiser Permanente. Began focusing on sepsis. Now, my mom, who recently passed away, uh, I am not sure exactly. I'm still going through her medical report for the final analysis of what exactly happened, but I do know. I don't know if sepsis, sepsis seems like it might have been involved, but it definitely was involved with her. Boyfriend's death She had a boyfriend of a couple of years They had a wonderful romance He was a great guy And he died of sepsis And 
It is a life-threatening inflammatory response to severe infection that affects the whole body. Kaiser Permanente began focusing on it a decade ago when experts became aware that sepsis was a factor in as many as one in two hospital deaths. Worldwide, an estimated 5 million or more people die of sepsis every year. The global impact is pretty staggering. The frustrating thing is that despite 50 years and probably hundreds of millions of dollars in investment, we have zero targeted drugs for sepsis. A critical care physician and research scientist at Kaiser Permanente's Division of Research, Vincent Liu, led a team of researchers who posited that what may be holding back the discovery of novel treatments for this age-old menace was medicine's failure to differentiate different groups of sepsis patients. An elderly patient with infected bed sores and a young adult with pneumonia are very different patients, but both could develop infections labeled as sepsis. The team used machine learning to identify 42 subtypes of treatment groups in sepsis patients, which Lou hopes will help make future clinical trials more targeted. He notes right now in sepsis, we're at a similar era to what was once labeled as just cancer or perhaps lung cancer or breast cancer. But the treatment is on the treatments in oncology today have become highly targeted such that a broad term like lung cancer tells them almost nothing about prognosis or treatment, but unpacking these treatment patterns by unpacking these treatment patterns, our hope is to understand how we can treat sepsis patients differently. And that is from the magazine Marin. And it came out two years ago, this magazine, over two years ago. Hopefully they've made some improvements since then. But tell me what you think about any of this that we covered today. You can call me 336-MM-DAILY. 3 plus 3 equals 6. MM as in Mike Matthews daily as in what this podcast has been now for quite a few days. And I was actually going to take today off. But something inspired me to keep going. Keep going. And the last podcast was called Growth. Because we were discussing the, how we as a society could grow if we would just start to um, just realize that we have a big problem with internet vanity. That a lot of this whole, oh, I love social media. Oh, I love posting stuff. Oh, I love... It's all having to do with a bit of uh, need to the need for attention. And maybe if we all stopped spending so much time on social media, it could be a better world. Who knows? I mean, there's good things involved. And so, I mean, you can communicate to the masses in a way like uh, Mr. Will Smith did communicating his apologies and saying, I'm sorry. And a 53-year-old man who is an example to a whole group of young people, his kids become actors and celebrities. He should know better than to be someone like, like a Trump. Wait, did I say that? Someone who has not behaved exactly correctly over the years. So he should be a better example as we as we all should look who's here 
Hello, Mike Matthews and Kelly. It's too hard to give shops your advice. Wow, that was very insightful, Mike Matthews. Thank you, Shelly. Before everybody goes, you should all buy some root beer from the brewmaster and buy a snow globe, Mike Matthews. Are you okay with that? It sounds like you're ripping paper when you talk. No, it doesn't. It. Did you like the uh, Apple movie? Apple TV movie that won all the... <laughs> the something Vince that I mentioned earlier. Vince said to me, what is it now with all these Academy Award nominated movies and movies that win? They're basically TV movies because you don't see them in the theater. You see them on your TV. And I was thinking, yeah, remember all those TV movies that were pretty good that never got nominated for Academy Awards? They had to get nominated for Emmy Awards. They couldn't hit the big time of the Academy Awards. Mike Matthews, I don't know what you're talking about. Well, it's something that I was talking about, and I'm going to move on. Look who else is here. Oh, Mike, this is Floyd the Floorman. And this is John Deere, the engineer. Yeah, Apple TV paid a lot of money for that movie that got an Academy Award. <laughs> yeah, interesting. So is that a thing? If you're like a big... If you buy the movie that was already made... Did you in, do you really need to get all the credit of it winning an Academy Award? But then again, maybe it didn't it couldn't have won, won an Academy Award if it wasn't on a mass streaming service. It's interesting. Somebody pointed that out. Rob Black pointed that out. Here, uh, I used to produce his radio program. He talks about finances and stuff, and he said, How how does that work? Where so Apple wants to be this big name with their Apple TV. And I'm sure people are going to start watching that. That and I hear the Foo Fighters have a movie that got released on a, like a like a dramatic movie or a comedy or something that they made that is being on uh, streaming on Apple TV. But the so you buy a movie that's already made. You put it on your service, hoping that people will go to your service so that you'll get more streamers, people streaming from you. And then that, uh, you know, then you celebrate by throwing streamers in the air and confetti and all that. And I th think that's interesting, too. But he also pointed out that despite all trying to get all that attention, it was Will Smith who got all the attention last night for what he did. Anyway, Cafe Anyway, I'll drop it now and tell you the next show. It's going to be Benita, the disgruntled fiddle player, and the brewmaster. Mike's TV Podcast is written and produced and performed by Mike Matthews. His podcast is super easy to find. Download or listen to his show and read his blog at mikesdailypodcast.com. Email Mike now at mikesdailypodcast at gmail.com. See you tomorrow. Bye. And that was episode 2408, 2408. Catch all the past podcasts at mikesdailypodcast.com.